Welcome back to another podcast hosted by another Marvel guy. Joined here today by the co-host Colin. What's going on? What's up? And JT from East Coast Avengers for the Kang Review. What's popping? Oh, you know, we're hanging out. We're chilling. We are chilling. We're doing a uh, Thor Love and Thunder review. We all saw it on Thursday night. It's now Tuesday. So sat with it over the weekend. And uh, I'm excited to talk about it. I haven't really talked or really tweeted or anything about it. So the discourse around it has certainly been interesting. Yes, it has. Yeah. Depending on what side you're on. That reminds (laughs) me of your uh, of your TikTok that you made. Uh, You know, let's take a couple of minutes after the movie to let our let's not make our initial thoughts right after the the movie. Recency bias. Yeah. See, I suffer from recency bias where I think everything is much better than it was. Like I convince myself that this is the greatest Mm. thing ever. Some people have that same thing, but it's just hatred. And it's it's they however their movie going experience went they're like you know what i don't care about anything else about this movie i when i went there i wasn't thrilled so now i'm gonna hate it forever and i think those people have some i don't issues. hate anything when i come out of the movie for the first time but i will i i do want to sit with it because most of the time when i see a movie like mostly any movie i don't love it right away yeah like fully love it so i gotta sit with it for a little but now i'm ready i do want to see it again but um before we get into that, um, JT, I think you haven't seen it yet. Colin, I finished Stranger Things season four. Hey, wow. Wow. So like the, I, even part I, two? Even part two. I flew okay. through all four seasons in the past month. Yeah. I liked it. I had a good time with it. I thought season, you're smiling I, right now. I can see you. Normally, I can't I see it. you. You liked it. You liked it more <laughs> than liked you liked it. Maybe a little bit more than like, huh? <laughs> I, Maybe. Yeah. I would, I would watch season five tomorrow if it came out. Yeah, like okay, fully. That's fair. Yeah. I'd, I'd rank it season four, season three, season one, season two, in that order. I just don't do well with ranking seasons, man. I just don't I know, fucking remember anything. But season four is Especially, the best one, no? Well, yeah, well, but that's because it's building off of everything it's done. Like, in, in yeah. such a linear show like this, the story progresses in a way that it's like, four is really good because one was good, and two made it a little bit better, and three made it... Except season two, episode eight. That just, I'm just going to forget that existed. Um, season two, episode eight. When she goes, when she goes and meets a bunch of random punk. Oh, that's people six or seven. So bad. Six, oh, yeah. So oh, bad. is that eight? I think it's seven. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I remember a second to last episode. But, but, anyways, but yeah, yeah, it's like, it's, um, even with episodes too, like you love, I, what is the fascination behind ranking episodes and seasons Me? against one another? Yeah. I just try to I get, get ranking. For... I get ranking whole projects. Yeah. For like when you're comparing something against itself, like that's a good thing though. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have a ranking. Season four is my favorite so far, but okay. maybe if I watch season three tomorrow, I'd be like, actually, maybe not season three. Maybe like season two. Before we move on, JT, I do recommend you watching this. If you got time, just just go check it out. Cause I was apprehensive at first, but it's once you get into it, I think it's it's pretty fun. It's a good yeah. Show. I've I've uh, I'm I feel like I'm way too behind on everything. And however, I will say this: like I feel like Stranger, like the 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 people behind it, like uh, the fans of it and stuff, they don't give two shits about 
And so I know exactly what happens in the entire season four. And I've never seen the like any True. of the season. So I'm yeah. like, well, if I wanted to watch it, I already know what happens. Um, so. I would wa- I would say just to watch it if you're if you're a fan of film and filmmaking techniques, mm. like that show has some of the best editing, pacing, transition. Season four pacing for how it. much that goes on is in yeah. the transitions too. Yeah. Every transition is clever. Like yeah, Game of Thrones that one time they did a clever transition between like popping a boil and like eating oatmeal and everybody was like holy I, shit that was the greatest thing ever that's every <laughs> single stranger thing seen as yeah. a clever transition from one thing to the next the upside down ones when they go from when they're riding on the bikes bike. oh so my sick. god yeah 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 it just oh well yeah anyways we're gonna do rex and regrets at the end i would recommend that but i do have something for later also okay we'll talk more about strange things maybe on the next one if we want um can't pronounce his name alden <laughs> Aaron Reich. Aaron Reich. There. Okay, that sounds from a lot Solo. You said. Yeah. 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 From Solo, he's set to play a role in Ironheart, Disney Plus Ooh. series from Marvel. Uh, Anthony Ramos is also in that. No one knows. I think he's supposed to be the Hood, the villain. Yeah. Yeah. The main the, guy. That's what I heard. Who is this, Anthony Ramos? Yeah. Who? What? What has he been in? Why don't I? Uh, he was in. What's the movie from last year? Uh. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, oh my God. The, sing- the, the musical, musical. Uh, you know, that Lin-Manuel Miranda directed. Yes. Uh, no. Uh, he was in, in Hamilton. He was in, ha- in the Heights. You're right. Yes, yep. in the Heights. He also was it. in Hamilton, though, yeah. In the Heights was good. He's good. I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. You think he'll be a college student? Like, I just feel like the actress playing Riri looks so much younger than Anthony. And, like, I can't imagine Alden Aaron Reich being a 21 year old at MIT, right? No, the rumor for him is he's supposed to play Zeke Stan. Stan. Stan? I don't know who that is. Oh, Stain. Oh, Obadiah uh, Stain. Like, oh, Obadiah Stain. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. His son. So interesting. I don't know how old. How old is he? In his 30s? Probably. I mean, at least. Yeah. Mid 30s. I'll look it yeah. up. I'll look it up. Keep going. Someone right. said, uh, yeah. I read something that was like, uh, Disney was like, "Hey, Star Wars did you bad? So come over to uh, come over to Marvel." <laughs> That's what they did hey. to uh, what's it called? Um, the Khaleesi, oh. Amelia Clark. Yeah, they did yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were gonna set you up with Darth Maul in this whole movie and stuff, but now nah, we'll give it to uh, what is it? Andor is that his name? Is oh, that the yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah 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 yeah? Well, they also. Yeah. Um, I'm hyped for that oh, show. Um, I know it's not her name, but the the girl who played uh, Carly Morgenthau in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, she played uh, in, she's Sol- in, she's in Solo. Oh, yeah, she's Solo. In Solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Solo. You're right. Yeah, yeah. she's the rebel leader. It's yeah. really big and scary at the helmet, and then she takes it off, and he's yep. supposed to be like, "Oh, the rebel re- rebel lines could be anybody." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? Now, okay. Yeah. We have. Were you looking that up, by the way? What were you looking up? Yeah, it's thirty-two. All okay. the narrative. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. That's okay. young. All right. So the next thing is interesting. I'm going to ask you the question first. Is the MCU releasing too much content per year? What are your thoughts on that? I would say no until people stop fucking watching it. Like, as much as critics can sit here and complain and lambast, you know, how it was too funny and how everything needs to be serious and look really good. And I know I do the same shit. I think the like, serious, um, like the need for something being serious, I think stems from the Batman this year. Weird take or no? 
I remember I when think... I came out of the Batman and I was like, oh, I'm kind of missing like a Infinity War, like one of those types of movies where it really was like, it, like there's yeah. obviously funny. But there was none of those movies before uh, the first Avengers. Yeah. The first Avengers was the first real dark one. Like, I mean, I guess World War II and Cap first Avenger was, I mean, if we're drawing parallels between phases one through three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or Yeah. Then phase is phase four is phase one. Then the tone is very similar to phase one and phase four. I agree. Yeah. It's a lot of introductions, new Mm -hmm. concepts, new rules. Look, my only issue, it's not that they're making too much content is that they're creating little mini universes in each one of these shows rather than create a through line between the main characters of the show. So like, like for example, in the Miss Marvel show, now we have this entire red dagger organization and like, by the end of it, we're going to have probably like three or four more power gins, right? Because we need them for the sequel. And we're going to have, and then like uh, Captain America, Falcon Winter Soldier show, um, at the end of it, there's a new Falcon coming in. Like we're introducing too many characters with powers, abilities, high tech to where like the next time we bring everybody together, I just don't know how it's going to be done. Oh, that's a good point. I haven't thought about that yet. There's a yeah, there's a lot that like I thought Layla kinda... getting powers was sick, but like how many like how many fucking people need to be Egyptian gods? Like I thought the <laughs> whole point is that it's Moon Knight. That's him. He's the one that does that. Not like mm-hmm. and now everybody has an ancestral plane they go to and can get powers. It's like and then the another thing is is that like oh so I guess if you're a god you could just go speak to the dead whenever you want now or like they just exist on a, like uh. I'm just, I want to get back to the regular people. That's what Captain America did so good. It's because it's a regular dude who's just a bit stronger than you. Well, maybe yeah. more than a bit, but like, yeah, that's my take on it. JT, what's your thoughts? <laughs> I think it's, it's a lot easier for people who aren't invested in it to say, oh, yep, it's way too much. But people mm-hmm. like us, and which we also got to remember that when I say us, I mean like the people that we talk to on Twitter and the people that we, you know, discuss through text and get on podcasts and all this is a very small niche. Like it is a very small group of people who love what we do and what we watch and like we're very passionate about it. So if if all three of us agree that it is not way too much, well, then people are going to be like, no, you're wrong. But it's like, OK, well, how how invested are you? It depends yeah. on how like how you view it. For me, I'm fine with it. I do. I do think that maybe tone it down just a tad like maybe you know three movies and three shows that would be i would be okay with that because then you have time to put in you know the work and the you know the vx you know effects and stuff like that and that would be fine but on the other hand doesn't matter how many things how many projects i'm still going to watch them all like (laughs) yeah yeah like it, like it, it it really boils down to that like we're all still going to watch it. So it doesn't really matter if they out five a year or 15 a year, because they're still going to be watching. I think that's, I think Marvel is banking on that. Like they're, they're like, yeah, we probably know it's a little bit too much, but you're still going to pay your money. You're still, we're still going to, it's still going to get made. Like, well, they're not matter. making their money off us. They're making their money off the kids and all the well, toys and yeah. shit they're going to sell. Like, yeah. Is that dangerous? It, yes. I mean, I think, 
I think if the quality drops, there is a potential based on what I just said, they're introducing too many people, too many new action figures that like the, I don't know. Like I bet, like I, I can see where you're coming from, what you're saying where it's like, I will watch every single one of these, even if I hated every one of the shows, you know, I'm there Wednesday morning, I'm waking up two hours early for work and I'm watching that. And then I'm going to talk about it. And then I'm going to look shit up online. Like that's, (laughs) they're not making it for me though, because I'm the one. So like when I look and also like another thing I'm starting to see, which I used to not, it used to be our group of people kind of were defending all the other projects. Like Alex knows for years, like, Anytime something came out, I was the guy that was like, you got to go watch, go watch Little Ragnarok, go watch this. Like, you got to go see it. It's the greatest thing ever. Now that everybody is kind of like, even at a base level at that, because think about how many people for Endgame and Infinity War watched everything like Alex mm-hmm. did. And, and, and like, they're like, those are also the same people that probably like, like there's a certain toxicity in within those people as well, though. And then they become the louder voices and it creates infighting among freaking the super fans like a bunch of nerds and <laughs> like i heard somebody somebody posted on the marvel reddit and they were like marvel studios um like for the movies when it's like this fandom is becoming more and more like star wars and it's scaring me where it's like it's just so much hatred and the expectations are so high yeah it, that's it, a big look, thing and, and i guarantee you it's gonna be the same shit and 10 years you're gonna see 50 videos about how thor love and thunder was actually a great movie and everybody back in the day they never really understood it and now let me go back and use my critical lens to say how good it was that's what happens all it just happens all the time it's just a cycle but are they making too many things yes i think they should do like you said three and three sounds good to me yeah that's what i said three shows 10 episodes if you want to do if you want to take up more time, just invest more into those characters. Then you yeah. can in, in, introduce all those side characters. I think what you can do with longer, and like what we're going to see in She-Hulk a bit, like you had Daredevil coming in, there's a rumor of like Jessica Jones. I think you can play more like within the universe, within each show. Like I 100% think that Miss Marvel should have dove into a little bit of like the Ten Rings type stuff. Should, I mean, they sh- it should have been Tao, ta- it should have been the Jin. Are from the ta- uh, ta- ta- some ta- sort of ta- dimension, yeah, yeah, ta- yeah ta- low dimension. Like, why, why are we now we have 50 different dimensions on top of the multiverse <laughs> in timelines? Like, yeah, and they also essentially they they kind of did a better graphic of what an incursion was than multiverse of madness, yes, you know, I was they, gonna say the same thing. Yeah. They they kind of just said, like, hey, if this you know, if this starts getting you know, weird this could happen. Like this universe could destroy this universe and, and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, huh, it kind of sounds really familiar. Oh, wait, we just saw a movie about, you know, about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I, I think in the long run, um, eventually all these will connect. And I think that's, I think people are getting very antsy. They're getting, you know, they're kind of getting tired of something new, which again, I'm fine with, like, I not, I like the newness. Um, but and again, to jump off of that, it's because I like this stuff. So if it's for someone who, you know, who is sort of into it, then I can I can see them being like, ah, oh, well, it doesn't really make sense to me. I don't like it. Yada, yada, yada. I respect that decision. It is what it is. But down the line, if we're going to the next big event, if all of it connects, then all of us like me, who's going to I promise you when it all connects, I'm going to sit there and be like, 
I told you so. Like you the just gotta wait. Yeah. <laughs> like you just got last episode, it. Colin had a quote that said, uh, it was like everyone's expecting like things to connect and like we're all complaining now, but then when Secret Wars comes and Miss Marvel backs up in a car and we're gonna and then <laughs> the way you said yeah, it or she, funny or, yeah, when when Miss Marvel has to drive a car at the end of Secret Wars to save the universe, <laughs> we're gonna be like, oh, she learned in the she learned in Miss Marvel episode one. We saw that. Or it's her like, <laughs> yeah. I can drive now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gonna be, yeah. you know, uh, it it will it will connect. I, I have faith in that because like it always has connected yeah, yeah. in yeah. each phase. Like it's just I think with this one it, it has to be drawn out a little a little bit longer because the shows were interesting. And because they don't have because, the Nick Fury character like we, though. Yeah, I mean we we you know phase one through three we only had movies to connect which was fun because you saw those movies and then you had time to think about it you had time to sit there and be like how is this connected how is you know uh iron man one connected to captain america one oh the post credit scene oh then you can start drawing out your timeline you can start drawing out how it's connected now you have to go okay wandavision okay how is that connected to loki how is that like and then where did it fall in the timeline and like it, it like the the Thor like I heard there's a bunch of arguments on the Reddit about when where does Thor fall in and it's the latest in the timeline. But wait, wasn't somebody else like in Moon Knight? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it? It's like I, I see what you. It's just muddling the yeah. yeah. And I and I think and I think that's kind of the issue with it is, I mean they're not going to say hey give us time to connect it all. I think it was kind of like a at this point in in the other phases we would be ending them like we the phases yeah. would be starting to starting to. And we would all see the bigger picture. Now it's like, okay, we still have to get through Miss Marvel. Then we have She-Hulk. And then we have Black Panther. And then we have, you know, Guardians Two Special. And, and so yeah. it's like... Maybe that's you know, the point, though. Maybe because it's supposed to mirror the fracturing multiverse. And, like, I how mean, nothing is connected and everything's going off on its own. And then, like, what I always tell... What I told Alex, uh, probably, like, 10 podcasts ago, is that... I don't mind if they go super big and crazy for phase four, five, and six, but after that secret wars and after that big event, let's narrow, let's bring the universe back down to being small. I think and that's what's going to happen too. If, I, if they could do that, then that's great. And I'm down for it. But right now I feel like we're in the, the chaotic section where, yeah. Yeah. you know, like crazy, like different tones between like, well, I mean like between think- Moon Knight and Miss Marvel, like those, don't even feel like they take place in the same universe <laughs> yeah right um what was i just gonna say <sighs> well, well to, to, like to, to jump off of your you know what you were saying about the different characters within like layla getting powers and mm-hmm. now we have Kamran getting powers and miss marvel and all this other stuff i do feel like they aren't going to have much of an impact except for when it's time to bring it all together I feel like the introductions of those characters were just to say, like, hey, they're back up for when something bigger happens. Yeah. Like like in Secret Wars. Like, like they're all wasp. Like it, the wasp to the wasp to their ant-man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So like I like I don't get me wrong. I love, you know, May Calamaway and I love her Layla in, in Moon Knight. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Probably not gonna be interested much in a Layla spin-off show. Like I just don't yes. see like I don't see not every character needs a spin-off show. Yes. And, and, we don't and need that. an Agatha show. I agree. Actually, I agree. Maybe, maybe maybe we do if it's cool. If the right Agatha now... show is a part of this grand Wanda arc, 
where they're going to like, like, I know she might not be in it at all, but I I think it would be pretty cool if Agatha is the one that pulls her out from the rubble and then they get that mentor mentee relationship. I'm calling it now now. going on record. If, if, uh, uh, why am I? Elizabeth Olsen is not in this show. If she is not mentioned, if she is not shown, people will shit on that show till the end of time. Yeah. I think I will too. Well, there we go. There we go. See, like, well, I, I think, one, one of them. Not that I like hate stuff. I think it just goes back to like we should we should start mentioning these little things. Mm-hmm. Start kind of connecting stuff at least a little bit. I know it's phase one again, but the reason I asked that question in general was because the VFX who doesn't have a union right now. That's a whole other story. But they're there. So the VFX artists are hired by companies who are then hired by the studios. Some of these guys are coming out and saying that working with Marvel is like one of the worst experiences ever because they'll ask for a full sequence like two weeks before it's due. And so you're in a crunch time working on it. And if that's the problem, then, yeah, I think we should. I think three movies a year is fine. But like, I think this year there's one, two, three, four shows and two holiday specials. Like, that's a lot of I don't know how they have all. I mean, they're a massive company, but I don't know how they have all the resource. And and like Foggy, for example, he's not going around as much as he used to. He's not as tied. Like Sam Raimi made Multiverse of Madness mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, which is fine. I think creator or director creativity is, is cool. And obviously it comes out good. But um, yeah, I think that's something to to think about, at least in my opinion. I'll Let's say do less, mean, less shows, I'll, maybe. I'll say okay, this about that. You hear you're going to hear more of the negative than the positive. That's all I got to say. Yeah. You know, as soon as one negative thing comes out, it goes for anything. As soon as one negative thing comes out, it takes off just like that. It skyrockets, but you don't hear the positives because it's not the, it's not the thing that gets the people talking. Mm -hmm. You see that on YouTube and stuff too. It's like, and it goes with like reviews um, you know, it, with with movies and TV shows, it's like people love to hate just to hate. Like, like they feel different because they hate something that <laughs> they know people are like. I like I read a review on Thor, which we'll talk about in just a few minutes. But someone was like, "I just absolutely this movie just did not do it for me, and it was just not good, and it was not funny, and blah blah blah." Which and is okay. I saw a comment. I saw a comment, and it was like, "Wow, you really you're trying to be different, aren't you?" Like. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. And so don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that this guy and this person who wrote this article and came out with this whole thing is wrong. If that is true and if they are you know, doing that, then that's terrible. And I think they do need to pay and give their, give their people a little more, you know, more time. But I will say is look at it from both ends of the spectrum. You've now seen, you've now seen and heard the bad parts, but I guarantee you there are thousands of other people with more like high praise, hype, you work for Marvel. Just think about that. Well, yeah, yeah it, especially the you, the VFX guys. Though they like they work because because it's so big. They have to basically outsource like a bunch of between like Weta is one of their main ones. They're kind yeah. of working on Avatar now. I watch these guys corridor crew online. They do like the VFX artist reacts. They do way more than that, but they kind of 
they do all the Marvel movies now, and they get the lead guy to come on for each Marvel movie. So, like, the lead stunt guy and lead BFX guy for Shang-Chi came on right after and mm. talked about how they made all these sets and stuff. Um, Great movie. But, yeah, like, but to your point, and, and one of the, the theories as to why that, that article was written by that VFX guy is because the original cut, supposedly, for Thor Love and Thunder was – over four hours two, was over four hours yeah and but it was like completed vfx like they asked them to complete vfx for a ton of uh stuff they never used like uh that scene with jane floating up in the air we saw the set photos supposedly that scene is completely finished and it was crunch time and they had to get it out there those vfx guys and then last second gets cut from the like i think that's part that's leading like yeah. all that work you're doing and then for a director to just go, oh, it didn't work. And I understand from their perspective, like Taika's perspective, like maybe yeah, it didn't work for the story. Like, but then it's like you got to do a better job. I think what's really happening is it's crunch. It's the same with video games, right? It's like, it's like these to, workers, to that game guys. Gold. Yeah, yes, these guys don't mind working on it. It's the fact that they have one week to work on it <laughs> when they should have a month. Like, yeah, that's the issue here. And. And once they get a union, I don't know what that's going to do for VFX. I mean, Marvel might be forced to slow down because of that. You know, yeah. I, yeah. Like, they might that's be forced to slow down. The only thing about that is, is, like, you sign a contract with their name on it. Like, you you technically can't do much when your name is under their, you know, under their contract. True, 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 yeah. So, like, I mean, okay, what is this article really going to do? It's just going to get the word out there. It's going to get people talking like us. Well, like, if they unionize and it's going to be like the fact, it's going to be like the act, the, like SAG, right? Like SAG will then place all these, all this stuff. Like the reason the, uh, like, for example, the, 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 uh, the person who played boss, Bostet in mm-hmm. uh, Thor Love and Thunder, because she didn't move from her seat during, during the entire sequence. Yeah. She wasn't credited. She wasn't in. She wasn't in the credits at all. Her name wasn't there. But there was anybody who was walking during that sequence, like even uh, <laughs> the guy playing the massive samurai. Like he's he's in it, right? And it's because SAG has a thing where it's like if you work or move for over like thirty feet, then you're credited. In the, and that's the type of shit that'll happen with VFX, where it's like, oh, did you create a sword? Like uh, you need a 10 day, five day break. Not saying it's like that. I'm just saying right, that's, right. that's kind of what's going to yeah. end up happening. So it might actually force them, but we'll see. Right. Yeah. The switch I up only... on Tyke is crazy recently too. He yeah, went from like know. this indie filmmaker who everyone loved that all of a sudden he makes a rom-com, which look, comedy is subjective. I can understand if, if you don't like, like some of the jokes, but I think it's weird to discredit an entire movie based on comedy. Dude, I really think he made this movie for kids. I really like it. He said that, the he, day, said, he said a seven year old made it. Yeah, like that's, <laughs> that was the comparison. Like that's, yeah, exactly. Like I think that makes sense though. Like we're not the target audience. Like he wasn't going. It. They also like, and I think it's deliberate, right? Because if you look at Gore, in the I'm fine with the scenes, comedy too. The Thor has Gore has the uh, tattoos all over. And then in the final in the final scene when he brings him into his lair in the shadow realm, if you see he's scarred up everywhere. Well, originally yeah. they had a whole scene of Gore, uh, basically cutting off the tattoos off of his head and shit, like because he no longer believed in the god, and he cut yeah. all the tattoos off of his body and completely scarred himself. But like you put that in the movie, like that is completely changes the movie, like from front to end. You know what I mean, like. There's also the scenes of 
Grandmaster and Ichiro were supposed to die. Like, yeah. there was a lot more killing. Apparently, one of the scenes was like really rated R, and then they had to, yeah, fully cut it. That's probably the the, the one where he had to gore, uh, uh, probably figured, mutilate, mutilate. That's the word, mutilate himself. Mutilate. Interesting. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is one of my one of my main. It's a nitpick that I have, and I know it's my personal thing, but I, I absolutely hate when these like. Oh, this scene was cut, and this thing was cut, and this was in the movie, and this wasn't in the movie. Like, That's fair. Like, I okay, cool. Like, what is it going to do? It's not going to change what I think about the movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, if, if it was in there, cool. If it's not, they had a that. That's cool too. Like the I'm Snyder sorry. cut. Rele- release the Watiti <laughs> cut. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I will say, I think it could have. Well, we can get into the review now. I think the movie could have been a little bit longer. Right. I, I don't think it's bad to say that it could have used maybe 20 minutes and I'm fine with like shorter movies. It doesn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. But I think like the scene where Jane gets the hammer and she like uh, in the set photos and stuff, she's like lifted up into the air. Like the hammer comes together into her they hand and stuff. That. It, yeah. Why didn't they show that? I think the, the most re- weird part for the movie for me was when she just shows up and like I think they start they're starting to save some of these scenes for like reveals, but like we all know it's gonna happen. So just show the actual coming. Were they of- saving it for the tr- for the teaser trailer they could release? Yeah. Like that's the yeah. shit that I that's my cynical brain is going. They cut <laughs> all that stuff beforehand so that this mm-hmm. teaser thing that they they showed still makes sense when the movie comes out. That's that's where my brain goes. Yeah. And also, one more thing. What does this movie? Oh, wait, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to say on the flip side of that, people are pissed because they didn't have that Valkyrie scene where she's licking the sword. But that was yes. shown in the trailer. That was shown. Yes. That, like, so, you know, again, I see everyone saying, oh, they should have kept that. Why? Like, Who cares? That, that, <laughs> yeah, I don't care that, about that. Like, that's <laughs> technically, if you really think about it, if you want to be technical with all these people trying to be technical about the movie, that's technically people's blood that she is licking off. Like, that's kind of weird. Like, yeah. I know the movie is weird in general, but like when I saw that, I was like, that's kind of. But then if they put that in, they're going to be like, oh, when she licked the blood off of the blade, that really ruined with the tone. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's... wait. What, what I was going to say was, okay, ready? Like you said, it deserved an extra, maybe one or two more scenes, Alex, to like kind of bake in some of the, some of these concepts. Yeah. Um, what does this movie look like if Guardians is still released before for it? Now, but presumably, they were supposed that to... Thor and him departing, departing would happen within the Guardians movie. So then we would start off Thor: Love and Thunder with Thor on his own. Yeah. Now, how does that change, like the the entire like like the whole one of almost twenty minutes is dedicated to like that's the other thing too. The Guardians were in this. That's great. I really didn't get anything from them. Like at all, like no, no, no. There's because, nothing to progress their story. It was literally them just dumping him and like saying goodbye. I don't know. Am I? Like, no, I wish they were in it more. I mean, I love the Guardians. Like my most anticipated project moving forward is Volume Three. Yeah, I can't wait for Volume Three. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be the best movie of Phase Four. However, yeah, they. I mean, they're in it for like 15 minutes, and it's funny. Like, I I laughed. I liked. I like seeing them, but. They were supposed to come back too and have a bigger role. Like they were supposed to be at the end of the movie too. See, that would have made sense. To, like, uh, what part of me, like, what this? Okay, ready. And I was thinking about this in the shower earlier. What this movie <laughs> is missing 
is like a Hulk. Like how Hulk dragged Thor back into the MCU, like like MCU connections over and over again. Yeah. Like there was none of that. It was supposed to be Jane, but Jane is a is strictly Thor. Like she's not really in the MCU. She's not yeah. like fucking working with Nick Fury or anything. So there's nobody to really ground it. And like that team up in the beginning just felt so cheap and so I like I was so not like the movie didn't start for me until they had the goats and they were <laughs> bifrosting to I forget I forget oh. where they even bifrosted to. That's something. So Chris Pratt a couple of weeks ago said, yeah, like we just get stuck with some fucking goats at the end of the movie. And like we, we now have to we didn't we now have these two goats like randomly moving forward. And now James Gunn has to figure out how to get rid of them or like. Yeah. And I, no, no. I yeah. That's, I think that's cut, though, now. Right. Well, it ha- must be unless the one of the entry scenes of the special is them showing up and they, maybe, or they, they maybe, ha- yeah. dude, maybe they have to borrow the goats. Like maybe they need his Asgard <laughs> boat. Seriously, they or need honestly, the boat with the goats. Or honestly, they're just gonna do some, you know, dumb shit comedy move where, uh, uh, what's her name? Mantis is. <laughs> look again. I love the <laughs> I love the comedy. I love that. I love the uh, <laughs> the Mighty Python humor. Mighty Python is one of my favorite movies ever. Um, but the, when Korg is trying to whistle and he's like, how about you? And she just goes, ah. she just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, dude, I was, I was cracking up. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of shit that I'm like, but go, going back, I can see them being like, oh yeah, we need that. What do you think Mantis? And she's like, ah. she's like, just, just dumb, does something stupid. Like I can, I can easily see them bringing that back and that connecting, you know, connecting of, of the movie. To me, the the Guardians in the beginning felt like reshoots, simply because yes. the way you he's like he's always been very like kind of put together almost. But in this movie, manicured, a little, yeah, he kind of looked a little like like his beard was weird and he looked a little skinnier than he's always Your beard's weird. Like he just came from filming that fucking that new Amazon show where he's like a Navy SEAL or something. Right. right. <laughs> That's what yeah. he looks like. He just came from. Yeah. And so I, like, I, I know, I know they were always supposed to be in the movie, but it does. I, I think when they switched the films and Thor was now going to be coming out first, I think they were like, okay, um, we really need to wrap this up kind of quick. So let's, uh, let's do that. Yeah, and I know James Gunn, anything that the Guardians are in, so we're talking like Infinity War and Endgame, James Gunn does have a large say in like what those characters do, how they act, and what they say. And then the Russo brothers kind of put Thor with the Guardians at the end, which in my opinion makes sense. Like it, it, it worked for the movie. But then, yeah, you're kind of stuck now with how, how do they progress from there. But I think that James, James Gunn would have done better handling Thor with what, like, because Thor is like a nuclear bomb, so it, it like with his power level, so it, it might, like there could have been this cool thing where they dump Thor off and get rid of him because he's kind of a jerk, and then they get overpowered by you know Adam Warlock or whatever. I, I thought he was going to be in the third movie. Yeah. yeah, and then they bring then they bring him back, and they're like, "Oh, we need you, Thor!" And he shows up again, and he's like, "A tree, hello tree." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or what's going to happen? And and look, I okay with this honestly is. Like as soon oh, as they exit that yeah. honeycomb, like that's where Guardians Three takes off, and they go out and they do their own thing. Because remember, at the end of Endgame, their main mission was to find Gamora. Yeah, let's not forget that. So then mm-hmm. they get put into this ongoing battle with 
Thor and trying to bring him back to being the the god and the warrior that he is. And then it now it's their time to, you know, to blast off. And it's like, oh, okay, now we can go do our own mission. And then Guardian 3 take off. I feel like they're going to have a really funny scene when they, after they go through the, the hexagons, like you said, like once they jump, where they're like, oh my God, we finally got rid of them. And they're all <laughs> like, oh, and they're like high-fiving each other. Cause like, how are you going to kick a, a Norse god off of your, right. off of your <laughs> ship? Like, what do you, there's nothing you could do. You can't vent them out the back. They'll just fly back up. Because the like when he that, absolutely, about, go ahead. I was going to say the vibe that, you know, Star Lord was giving off was like, we got to split up. You yeah. gotta go your own way. We gotta go <laughs> ours. Let's just this is fine. Let's just do this. And he's like, "No, it's gonna be tough, but we have to do this." Like, okay, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Do that. yeah, that that part. It definitely seemed like Quill wanted to get away from. Him. Also, when he takes out the entire like army and like the glass mm-hmm. castle thing and stuff, and like yeah, and, and, and they're like, goes, "We're like, about to die." Like, yeah, we're all he, about to die. Rocket says that. <laughs> well, when Thor comes back, he goes, "We did it." teamwork <laughs> and like Together. obviously like yeah it, it's whatever we're off to omnipotent city yeah so we talked about the first act um and i think a lot of people in the reviews kind of said this movie i like this movie but it doesn't really start until the second act and i can see how i think we can all see that a little bit even though i liked it <sighs> but yeah second act we go to omnipotent city um the council of the gods pretty much we see Zeus, we see um, Bost, who plays no role, and I thought she was going to have some some sort of role. She like, literally some, had as some... big as a role as we saw in the trailer in the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I mean, look, yeah. look, she she yeah. she's probably going to be in Black Panther two, and they're just no, hopefully, it's no. I didn't, they're none of those none of those movies are going to touch any of the god shit. None of them, because if uh, they were, then they would have set it up, you know four or five movies ago last phase where do you think they're going to show up because i'll tell yeah, you but- what i, I want to want to know how i know they're not going to show up it's because they literally showed athena in omnipotent city and then they told us that athena is the true reason that athena existed on earth like athena like gilgamesh is is supposedly based like the story of gilgamesh is supposedly based on gilgamesh just like athena in supposedly the whole Greek pantheon was based off of Athena, but we know that's not true anymore because Zeus actually exists, which means that Athena actually exists. So like, like they wouldn't have been that dumb to outward. You know, I'm trying to like, I mean, I'm saying they were that dumb. Maybe the only thing that goes against that, I think is there's, unless they make a cop out of some sort, like there's some, somehow they're going to be able to get the heart shaped herb, but I was really on board with like, the avatar being somewhat connected to the next black panther with all this i mean everything in phase four for the most part has been about gods and dimensions right like we're all we're moving to a higher a higher the the hierarchy of the mcu is changing higher plane of existence yeah okay so 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 the uh so black adam's next because it's going to change the hierarchy of the mcu yeah (laughs) yes yes. from the dce yeah yeah he's gonna he's gonna he's said i'm done with them He's no, gonna, no. it's gonna, the post credit scene is gonna be him and Vulture on a highway and, <laughs> and Morbius behind them flying. And he'll be like, I don't know how, but this is connected to Spider Man somehow. And, and then, then they're gonna, Black Adam's like, I'm gonna change the hierarchy. And then it just cuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change um, the hierarchy of Spider Man. Back to the Thor review, though. Um, I, I like this sequence a lot. I think this is one of the better sequences of the movie. It's 
funny. Um, I was real pissed for a moment, not gonna lie, when Korg just oh yeah, all, all his rocks just yeah. fall apart. And Bro, he, and I, I thought that would have been great. No, dude, we need him. <laughs> we need, we need him. We need Korg. Korg is the best character in the MCU. He's the best thing. He He's is. Yeah, I don't know. Him and Dwayne. No, I, After Dwayne this Johnson. response, Taika, Taika, Taika just got, I bet you we don't even see Korg again. Really? I bet you Taika doesn't even come back to the MCU, whatever, because he could go do whatever show. He's producing a bunch of shows. He's doing a bunch of movies. I bet you he's not coming back for Thor. He's not coming back for any other pro- any other MCU projects. He's well, he said he'd come back if Chris Hemsworth returns, which is like, <laughs> I mean... 99%. There's a fifth good. movie. Yeah, there's I mean, a fifth movie. Coming. Spoilers, they've already said he's going to return. So, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, you know, Grant, uh, will that fact, be in Thor 5 or would that be in like the next big one? That's it's going to be Avengers. Even, yeah, it's going to be. So, I forgot to mention this. Hall H is in less than two weeks now. Yes. Uh, Comic Con 2022. We're back three years later. They're 100% announcing phase five. And oh, yeah. everyone's going to forget about all this hate when the Avengers 5 release date pops up and says May 2026. You know, like... Or yeah. it says Blade, the Blade movie gets a release date. And- yeah, I mean, we're going to get the full... We're going to get the full thing. Blade, gonna- and it's going to be Blade. They're going to bring out the Blade cast, and then they're going to be like, oh, wait, we're missing somebody. And they're going to call out Kit Harrington, and everybody's going to be like, ah, Black Knight. Ah. And then they call out Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> He walks out and goes, it's Mormon time. Could you, I mean, like, honestly, just think about that. Could you imagine if they bring out some of the Sony cast? Like, bro, I think Kevin Feige would, would probably step down as the president <laughs> of Marvel before he does that. Yeah. I'm not even fucking joking. Dude. <laughs> so I'm not even Sony, joking. Sony approaches him and said, hey, we'll give you a billion dollars to let us connect our characters with yours. And immediately he's going to be like, no, <laughs> I think yeah, he declines and just makes Spider Man 5 with yeah. them. It's like, we'll make a billion makes, off this one. We're good. His own uh, Morbius. <laughs> Morbius and the Midnight Suns. It's happening. I just don't know how they keep making such bad movies. Like, it's really not that hard to put out a mediocre movie. What do you mean, bro? Especially- I better sell a Crevillian tickets. <laughs> Crevillian? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got, we've got uh, Craven. Craven the animal lover. The animal, oh, yeah. the PETA the, the, the supporter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I the supposed like leak script came out very bad. I think we mentioned the last podcast, very, very, yeah. Bad. You mentioned uh, you told me you said, Do you want to know? and then I said yes, and then you started talking, and I said, Never mind, yeah. So, okay, I don't even, I don't apparently, those are deep faked, like they're like so poorly written, faked that people are like, Yeah, this is not even close to true. What, from oh, what see, it, it felt really real to me. If I'm comparing, Dude, it, it might be real. <laughs> but yeah. but but when I read it, it I mean, it, like something Sony would do. But then uh, you know, so I I reached out to, and I was like, okay, honestly, what do you, what do we think? And they were like, no, that that's no, not even. Yeah, they're like they're like people are trying to get like people will sit there and write a full quote unquote leaked script just to get. You know, well, remember they said that about the Powerpuff Girls TV show, and everybody was like, That's totally fake and defaked, and then and AI generated, and then they came out and they're like, Nah, like that was real. And then that That was the whole pilot episode, yeah. That writer was like, I'm so sorry, I suck. Somebody else will write it. I felt bad for them, yeah. (laughs) It got leaked, and it's like, You were the worst writer ever. (laughs) How dare you? Madam Webb is filming, 
just wanted to throw that out there. Hey, Dude, look, Dakota look. Johnson is good. I just look. Hey, don't get me wrong. It'd be the worst movie ever, but that cast—they know what they're doing. Look, I'm at I'm at the point now. So my hands are up. Like, like uh, Matt Smith is one of my favorite actors of all time. I still haven't seen Morbius. I won't watch it. I just don't feel like. <laughs> now you will. Hating, you will. Watch you will. It. Hating you it. Will. I, I won't. Maybe, maybe when it's Morbin time. Maybe when Morbius like seven comes out. Morbius seven. It's Morbin time. Dude, did you see Featuring the guy Wesley Snipes' Blade and the Japanese Spider-Man from the 1998 TV show? That'll be see, it. The guy who made 50, the 50 Morbius title sequels. Like he just. It's just a big list of 50. No, titles. he did not. I yeah, it's like it it's like Morbius. Morbius two. Morbius three and the Morbs, <laughs> like he just keeps going for fifty titles. It's the great. multiverse of Morb. Yeah, Morbs. multiverse of Morb is like the the end game of the. It's just crazy. I mean, that movie is hilarious. Um, Look, I, the memes, yeah. the memes, they they're great. I love them. I'm here for a good meme. Um, but to be honest, people cannot get mad at it doing a re-release and it doing all this other stuff because you 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 did it like the re-release was so f- I, I felt bad for them like they really got baited into only making eighty thousand dollars okay morbius morbius three more yeah. bs more problems <laughs> <laughs> look hey to go off your to go off that point however i wish i had eighty five thousand dollars in my bank like don't That's get me wrong true. you can't say something's a flop when it makes like thousands it, of dollars i think it made like so 164 the, million the, the miscalculation was that it started to trend online that it's morbid time and some fucking idiot at sony thought <laughs> oh my god we did it guys look at look at the analytics on the google analytics thing look how many times it's morbid time was searched <laughs> and then they're like we have to re-release and it probably cost them a bunch of money to re-release it and then what did it make like 80 grand that's it like literally 85 grand i think yeah, yeah. it so, even it, but the, but to send all that out and do the marketing and to re-release and they definitely lost money on that well, they the were 100 percent the only reason why i don't either they broke even or they didn't lose money is they only released it in a hundred theaters in america think about that yeah. <laughs> That's, i mean i know personally in the city of memphis i can name you 10 um <laughs> so yeah so, I mean, and if it only came out in certain, like, I'm sure, like, New York got it. In Philadelphia, California. there's, like, none, by the way. Oh, there's, well. like, legitimately, like, two theaters, and they show, like, one movie. There should have been, like, there needed to be a trend, like, Minions, where, like, the reason you go to the theater, though, is, like, for a purpose. It had to have been like, beforehand. Yeah, that's the thing, is that the Morbi- or the the Minion meme hit pre-Minion release. The Morbius memes, like... People would just assume that the Minion movie was going to be bad, but the more for the Morbius movie, like there's still a decent amount of hope. <laughs> like it, it was fading. Don't get me wrong; it was a runaway train down the track, but you just hadn't seen the end of the tracks yet. So you're like, "We're okay." Like as long as the the tracks are still there, we we can't <laughs> stop it now. But and then yeah, so uh, everyone should have been wearing Power Ranger. Like if if Morbin Time was before the release, everyone should have been wearing black power ranger outfits with the with the with the face mask like yeah. the, the morbius mask. i'll say this i'll say this the the minions thing is so confusing to me it's so um, funny <laughs> I, I like i have visually seen it in my theaters and i like verbally said what the fuck 
because <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, didn't understand it's the only reaction it. you have. And I was like, now, granted, I have gone to movies like with cosplay like items. Like I've never gone full cosplay, but like a like bringing in like an Infinity Gauntlet for Infinity War or in game. That's badass. I that's okay. Yeah. But like if don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna go and get my full tuxedo out of my closet just for Indians movie. Like what? What? Like oh, I'd have to <laughs> fucking rent that shit. I don't even have one. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, that to that point too. Like people have to rent these things. Yeah, it, they, it's it a lot of more money. It costs more money to rent one. It makes the a, meme better, though. You know, it makes the meme better. It, it makes it better. It makes it better, but also more confusing because I, yeah, me thinking thinking logically as an adult, I'm like why like well that's the thing though is that this is this is not it's everybody i've seen has been a bunch of teenagers like it's not a lot of college marvel guys like it's a lot of teenagers that had the meme beforehand and wanted to be funny and like want to get viral on tiktok and whatever this bullshit is like it's like the harlem shake all over again it's just not not a version of the harlem shake this will segue us somehow back in from from meme land to thor land okay Um, they're, they're dead bud. connected right there. The good bud. Yeah, dead bud. Good bud. Um, someone people keep mentioning this now a little bit, and a lot of it's because like everyone's hating on how much comedy was in Thor. Someone said that the MCU should focus on growing with its audience that it had, and not introducing so many kids. What What do we think about that? Because obviously we get, which is a bizarre ending. We didn't even talk about Zeus yet. We'll get back to that. I guess well, we can we can go back to that with the post credit. It's post-credit, like it's but... like big tobacco in the seventies. They realize that the people that are already smoking the cigarettes are gonna smoke them regardless. We don't need to advertise to them. What we need to do is replace those people for when all those other other adults fall off or die, like in the case of tobacco, yeah. that they have people. So we we don't matter as much to them. Seriously, that's really what it is. It's yeah. If yeah. they look at the demographics and they go. By the t- time someone's 32 who's been an avid Marvel watcher and they have like two kids and a wife, like what are the chances they show up to something on opening night? It's going to the percentages are going to decline. So they need the younger generation yeah. to start to go, start to get addicted, start to be into this. And then that'll carry that generation up and through. And then this will be this next Avengers movie is crazy to think. Um, is going to be the first Avengers movie a lot of people see in theaters, in theaters, mm-hmm. like a lot of kids. Yeah. And then that'll that'll just off of nostalgia alone will mm-hmm. bring them back for phase five. That's yeah. it's as simple as that. It's a marketing technique. Like, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, where it's they should for for me. It'd be great if they grew with me and they made more dark shows and they did that for me. But they don't yeah. give a shit. They don't care about yeah. me yeah yeah i'm 50 50 on it the only thing thing that i'll say is i think they are they're doing it kind of like simultaneously like like multiverse of madness that was dark that was a very like one of marvel's first or i i'll say the mcu's first adaptation of a darker movie okay yeah yeah thor love and thunder thor love and thunder mcu's adaptation of a rom-com they're doing more adaptations but what you said colin hit perfect when they look at a graph they'll see like that age range that like okay these are the people that we started with in 2008 this is how old they are now we know they're gonna be here like don't matter it doesn't matter let's not yeah let's not look at them let's yeah, look like, at what's next yeah like, let's, like no offense they're not gonna look at someone who's 35 
let's say someone who's like 35, they hate Thor, right? And they're posting all about it. They don't care that you don't like Thor at 35. I think it's yeah, more for right. like, okay, is this 17 year old gonna like Thor? Even like, I mean, it's fine for me. I like. Well, I think it, yeah, too, I mean, and it's genius that they're introducing a lot of the young Avengers. So kids can see themselves in those characters. Yeah. Right. Right. Like you can't start the MCU with, uh, you know, uh, whatever Kate Bishop. Right. You can't start with like it already being established. So I understand now they're making like introducing love is such a big deal. Like she basically is. Uh, Let's talk about that. third. Yeah. Lo- she's basically. Uh, what? OK, let's start with what do you think about the sacrifice and like gore deciding like that last scene for me parts of it worked but parts of it didn't like i think it could have been more ambiguous like it could have been like remember how stores like you have a chance to bring her back and then he's like choose love choose love and he keeps saying choose love like i think all he could have said was like uh you have a chance to bring her back and it just be implied right that he chose love. And then maybe as he's dying and he like gives her a new name, it's like, your new name is love. I choose yeah, you. Right. Like, right. so rather than Thor, like, please choose love. Oh, Jane, <laughs> you're dying. It's like too yeah. much, a little bit, bit too much was going on in that scene. I think if you put Gore there, Gore and Thor, Gore and Thor and Lauren poor. And then, <laughs> and then you have them, just have that moment together. Like, I don't know why Jane needed to be there. Uh, I think she could have had her death scene right after. In a different spot. Yeah. Jane, and, I, I went into the movie thinking Jane was going to die. Bro, for a sec- hot second, though, with the one wish thing, after I saw the gate open, I thought Thor was about to march in there and be like, I want Jane to not have cancer anymore. Yeah. And when then, but then if that happened, then I would be like, why the fuck didn't he just wish for all cancer to go away? What an asshole. Well, and, 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 going, <laughs> off, and going off of that, if if he wished for her not to have cancer, doesn't the whole plot of the movie kind of doesn't or the whole her whole storyboard? Oh, absolutely. Kind of, absolutely. Kind of yeah. Like it's like <laughs> yeah, completely oh, well, you don't got it. cancer, but guess what? You're not you're not a god anymore, so sorry <laughs> yeah. about it. Like, Ooh, so what do we think about the wishing well concept? I mean, I'll, <laughs> Right, that's not from comics. You know comics more than me. That's not from the comics. No, it's not. But I I think I think the watching it on screen and it it helps seeing it a second time because the second time you can kind of stare and and kind of digest the entire plot or the entire idea of the movie. Um, And so I really like the idea that Jane died on the battlefield, not because she was a god, but she was a warrior with cancer. And I think that's a strong message that hits a lot of people at home. Like a lot yeah, of people yeah, that, yeah, are she, going through that. Yeah. And I think that pe- like, I think that that was an underlining like message that Taika put in there. Um, I also think that, you know, the idea that again, Thor mentions it's a very two, like two second line that he says, and it says, you just want to be loved. Like that is legit for everyone. Everyone yeah wants to be loved and so that i mean that right there alone really just kind of tells you like okay this is how it's gonna go um this is exactly what's gonna happen i I am interested to see if like if that whole wishing concept uh kind of it you know we see eternity become 
the daughter or be put into it's a weird concept because the daughter's back alive but it's yeah. also like eternity as well um, yeah, because, of the re- because of the reflection that we saw in the water yeah um i assume they well, age her up too going forward mm-hmm. right. i i think that's, that's what that was um, my remember i said that because do you think his because that's his daughter in real life yeah right? it's his daughter yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is I don't super, think they would just give it to an actor's daughter, you know, right away. Right, which is super cool. Um, yeah, that, that, I did think that was cool. Yeah. I like the third act overall. I think it's like when he when he makes all the kids have the power of Thor. It's one of the coolest the scenes in the MCU. Which, by yeah, the that, way, that's which, awesome. I, I I don't understand. And again, this is probably me just thinking because I I kind of understood it when I watched it. But I, so many people are like, why didn't he do this and this? Why didn't he do that? Why are we just now finding that out? He's a god. Like he's, he 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 can do that. Like it's just he also has to wield that power sparingly. Like exactly, if he just went up to everybody and said they're a god, somebody's gonna turn around and kill him. Like, right. but but also even on top of that, right? He doesn't. The movie establishes one, he has the power to enchant, and two, he has no idea that he has the power. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. like. Oh, he, he said, gets, I hope this works, right? Yes, exactly. Right before he said, I hope that yeah. literally he said, I hope this works. And like we see in that scene where he gets really drunk and he looks at Mjolnir in bed and he's like, I want you to protect her at all costs. <laughs> and then he like passes out. And then you see like the little enchantment go through. He's the son of a witch and Odin, you know, Odin, who's Odin. Um, and then also the power didn't come from the his thunder power it came from zeus's lightning bolt the power that they admit is yellow a bright yellow if it was thor's power it would have been blue and he doesn't say i'm going to give you the power of thor he just says like uh he says something like give them the power of a god and who knows maybe Mm -hmm. zeus has that baked into his his fucking lightning bolt already so he can right. turn his acolytes into gods whenever he wants them. Yeah, so we don't know if Thor can actually do that or it's the actual Exa- lightning bolt. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, can we talk about when he just fucking threw that thing right through his chest? Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, I we remember, looked at each other. Dude, I, I grabbed your arm, Alex. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I couldn't yeah. even believe it. I think the dumbest thing they did was bring him back for the final scene. You could do the Hercules intro. Unless he's going to be, like, the next big bad. He should have been, like, dying down. And, like, those are his final words yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, to Hercules. Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of, like, oh, I'm totally okay. Let me eat a grape. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did th- I do think that uh, Russell Crowe absolutely killed it uh, in that his, role. Yeah. I think his, his accent was The perfect. accent was so funny. Yeah. Like, you guys know the, the story behind the accent? I actually, I actually kind of – because a lot of people are saying it's a really offensive modern Greek accent – but what he was actually doing was there was back in like the, the late nineties, I listened to two Australian comic book podcasters talk about him all the time. Mr. Sunday movies is the best. Um, they were <laughs> talking about it. He was doing an imitation of an Australian Greek, a Greek salesman, basically in Australia. They used to have a bunch of commercials on screen, <laughs> like a really famous commercial. Yeah. And it was a guy with that was from Greece with this terrible accent. So he was doing a very specific imitation of that person. Probably because he showed up to set and Tyke said, I don't know, do a Greek accent. And then yeah. he just came up with it. So now that's that's how yeah. it is. But yeah, I I I thought that was really good. I, I will say that entire scene with Zeus maybe could have been cut a little bit. I think some of the stuff again, my whole the only issues I have with this movie were I think some of the comedy was a little pushed out 
but also it's a full-on Taika movie yeah it's a, exactly like you can't yeah like he had full reign in this movie so like i knew that like going into the movie i knew this movie is gonna be goofy as hell so yeah, like, yeah i was like okay like i get it like don't get me wrong the screaming goats they were great i liked them <laughs> i think a they could too much at times i think they could have acted like him killing zeus was a bigger deal like just in their little group because he offhandedly mentioned like oh, now we'll have gods chasing us down for the rest of our lives. And, like, yeah. <laughs> it could have been more, like, him and Valkyrie, like, looking at each other, like, holy shit, like, we've really just, we really fucked up. Like, like after you come like, off, like, like yeah. you have so much adrenaline, you're like... Yeah, they're, like, on the boat, and they're, like, the, instead of laughing about it, like, Thor's, like, off in the corner, like, or Valkyrie, say, off in the corner, like, all scared, and Thor, like, walks up to her and is, like, what's wrong? We're like, I killed Zeus. And she's like, that's the, you idiot. Like we're dead. And then, yeah. yeah. And then like, I feel like that could have been taken a little bit more seriously. That's something that Ragnarok does perfectly. In my opinion is the balance. balance is that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the heart and emotion mm-hmm. versus, uh, and maybe some but, of these cut scenes did balance that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I also think Thor really, his, his, main character arc for fa- the first three phases of the MCU came to a spectacular end and was tied up really nicely. Um, the end game kind of added back that depression aspect to it. And they kind of just skip past that in the first 20 minutes. The infinity and war arc is, is one of the best. One, yeah. yeah. It's one of the best in the MCU. Even yeah. the one in end game. I thought it was, I mean, it was funny. It was played out. Some people didn't like it. I can understand yeah. why, but at least there was still a deeper emotion, but like it, like I think that him pairing him with love is great. Right. Cause Thor has lost everybody. He's going to treat that girl. Like, like if she gets taken or turns evil or does anything, it's going to destroy him. Well, he, and the, I think that's very interesting. Yeah. The goal of the movie is like, what's my purpose. And like, yeah. that is his purpose by the end, yeah. but I don't know how, I don't know how they're going to, I don't want every single one of these older characters just to be tied up with someone younger that makes sense you know i think father daughter were is a new dynamic though no that's a good one yeah yeah i agree Uh uh-huh so what other ones are there though so then we have kate and and uh clint but that's no that's now straight from the comics yeah well and now it's bruce it'll be bruce and uh um Jennifer. jennifer yeah um Ant-Man and Cassie. Scott and Cassie. That's going to be a new one. I mean, kind of, even though we've seen it already a bit. I mean, I guess, do you want to categorize that or do you want to put in uh, Isaiah? Well, see, they didn't really do much with his. Yeah. I mean, but but you can almost say like Carol and uh, Kamala, maybe. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Or Carol and and, uh, Monica. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I can understand it. Um, I, I think this is just the, in each movie and in each show, this, them, like you said, tying or giving, it's basically handing the baton off to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That next. Yeah. And, and that also ties back into Colin, what you said earlier about bringing in the new phase of, you know, you know, passionate fans, you know, yeah. fans is now these people can relate to these younger avengers the young avengers they can now see a you know girl who is pakistani and has superpowers like that 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 affects one one group of people then you can see you know 
once Miles is introduced, which we all know he's he's going to be introduced at some point, um, once he's in the MCU, you can now have, you know, that that group of people. And then so it's bringing in more people, but it's also, again, real life. It's affecting more people. But in the grand scheme of things in this cinematic universe, it is kind of the next chapters turning into, OK, no Iron Man, no Cap, no Black Widow. Hawkeye is now basically almost at retirement age. The Hulk is probably yeah. just going to sit there and just do scientific stuff. Carol's always off world. So you have to have these new group of people who are younger, who are going to do the same things that their, oh, yeah. older, their, their older counterparts are um, yeah. you know, once did before. Hulk's son think- is supposed to be in She-Hulk for at the... That just popped into my head. Are, too. Aren't we gonna? Are, we have to start seeing the older people get killed, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. isn't that kind of inherent in? So that comes. They're not gonna do it in a show. That's for sure. Right? Yeah. That'll never happen. That's one. Maybe of the... Daredevil because they see they <laughs> they hate him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. It won't happen in a show though. It happened in a movie. I think next. I think the Avengers five should have like a, a couple deaths, in my opinion. But yeah, that's just me. Um, want to do a little speed round here? I'm gonna ask you. I don't know. I got like ten quick questions. Okay, Wait, it's before, this or that. Before we get into, before we get into questions, I want yeah. to throw this at you guys. Here's my next. Here's what I think Hercules. What will happen with Hercules? Alex, oh yeah, let, let's talk about the post credit real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good I, idea. I, I threw this to you, uh, Alex, uh, after watching the movie. Colin, what do you think about this idea? I'm gonna throw it to you. So the next. Obviously, we know some of the post-credit scenes in these Marvel shows and, and movies haven't really connected. They're just kind of leading up to the next. So the next, one of the bigger post-credit scenes that we're going to see is we're going to see pan up to uh, the new Asgard sign. And we're going to be like, all of us in the audience will be like, oh, we're in new Asgard. Cool. And then you're going to see some tourists. You're going you're to see the ice cream place, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and it's it the camera is just going to centralize like focus on this one figure walking down the road and it's just this one figure is going to be the main focal point that that person goes over to jane's statue and puts their hand up on jane's you know kind of just basically just saying like hey you did good work or whatever and then the camera all of a sudden the sky is going to open up and you see a fish jump down okay and we're not going to know what it is until the the person turns their face and it's valentina del fuego whatever her name is it's gonna be del fuego yeah it's gonna be val and val you know puts her glasses down like puts it you know on her nose and she's gonna look and then all of a sudden the next thing we see is a jumping hercules land in front of her and she says i think i know why you're here but walk with me and i think i can help you get to where you're going hercules on the thunderbolts is a really interesting dynamic dude that would be a yeah, so really when is this now. when is this post credit scene happening? I'm trying to it's gotta be that that's that's the thing that I'm kind of stuck with. <laughs> yeah. Because because it again, it's gonna happen. It 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 shouldn't be a show. It needs to be a movie if that's gonna happen. It needs to be like a show where all it, he is going to be the last piece of the puzzle because we've gotten Yelena, we've gotten US agent, we've gotten uh abomination, Zemo. Zemo. So you need so if you take if you take these and then you mirror them in their, you know, alter ego kind of anti-hero form. Yeah. Yeah. You have your Captain America and U.S. agent. Okay. Have- I really love this. Fuck. Like I, my brain is churning right now. <laughs> I like this. Like 
Oh my God. I'm just trying to think, how are they going to do it? You don't want to, you do not want to put Hercules, even Yelena, even like, you don't want to put some of these characters who fans have loved. Like Yelena was beloved like that. She, I mean, she was a a person that people. I'd argue she's a new favorite character for people. Exactly. You don't want to turn her evil. That's that you want to keep her on the good side, basically. Now, And I I think they tease that in the Hawkeye put. Black Widow post credit scene, like she yeah. doesn't want to fully be bad, but at the same time, well, that, no, they teased her. it when she came back and she talked to the the lady. Remember, she met the other widow. She in living in the house and mm-hmm. she was married and all this mm. stuff. And she said, "How can you afford this?" And she's like, "Well, I do what I know how to do, right. which is kill people, and I get paid exactly. really well for it." And yeah. so she got paid by somebody in the U.S. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So, sorry. I, I, so I I do that eventually Val is going to be the anti-hero version of Nick Fury. She's going to recruit. She's already gotten yeah. two or three of them. So really the next big one is to get a godlike person, which would have to be, you don't want to turn Hercules evil, which I think, I don't think that would be a good look. Well, um, but I think it could be kind of like, I, to, to like, so he's on that revenge mission against Thor, right? Like, right. It's it's the same thing that you like. I really love this because there's a lot of parallels between Val and and um, uh, Yelena. Like we're talking about how it's like you don't want to be bad, but I know right. somebody that you're willing to do bad stuff to get to. I know right? I know how to help you. Yeah, I, I can I can be that person that gets you there. You just got to help yeah. me with what I need. Yeah, kind of thing. And it's like you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah, I kind of like that. Like I love that, that idea of seeing where Hercules lands next. That's that's well, my look. Okay, ready? And I'm gonna toss it out there. We have five minutes where Alex can we we're gonna have to do this again. But uh yeah, in, instead of at Asgard, right? Instead of at the, the temple, we find Hercules at like a statue to the Avengers in New York City, right? And he's standing there and they call in they call in the team, and US agent comes running in and he tosses the shield at Hercules and Hercules he catches it iconically like that and he reaches out and he catches it and snaps the shield in half and then they're like what are you doing here or like who are you and then then like you said the val character comes out and is like you looking for him well, i can help you and then yeah yeah that's it yeah or it's, or, or it's gonna sorry i just i'm just brainstorming or it's gonna be like the what if episode where the watcher brings them all in a pub and that's where val tells them all to go but she tells like no one knows like she tells each one of oh them like Thor is here Thor's at the pub Hawkeye's at the pub <laughs> yes <laughs> everybody or or she's gonna call parent them trap like, with all she's them gonna, she's gonna call them and be like hey meet me at this place at this time so then yeah. Yelena, Yelena goes and goes to this meeting place and then she calls Abomination Abomination goes to this meeting place. they all meet up together and it's like wait what's going on and then she walks in and it's like hey I've got a mission for you guys and well I think. I think U.S. agent is going to be like her lackey, like her, like we'll do anything. Well, like always stands up for her, does exactly what she wants and does what she says. Because at the end of that show, he was a man who spent his entire life being told exactly what to do, how to do, it, how to do it, looking for validation, but also direction. Right. When you're in the military, validation. every sing- Yeah. Yeah. Every single thing you. Oh, that, that's a great. That's a great one. Validation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like no I one can see me, but I be just her did quotes. Over Val for yeah. validation. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. It's going to be interesting. Um, they have a bunch of anti-hero characters that they could work with. Um, 
but I think if you stick with like, you know, US agent abomination, uh, Yelena, uh, task, they got a good roster. Yeah. They, I mean, they've, they've got, they've got people to, to work in. She's supposed to be in Wakanda forever. I don't know how many people know that. Hmm. Who, Yelena? Um, no, Val. Oh. Maybe she uh, get maybe Namor. Is Namor, be, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. And then um, they'll all meet in an airport. <laughs> I the Avengers in in the post event in the Avengers. We're not the Avengers. What are we? The pre Avengers. The pre- not the re Avengers. <laughs> um. Oh shit! What was I gonna say? You're gonna do your ten people or ten questions? No, no, not that. Oh. I wasn't gonna do that yet, Dick. <laughs> uh, uh, one, five, nine, twelve. Not the Black Ops number. Train car. Now, now I'm going. <laughs> That's what I was. Uh, uh, I was trying to do Winter Soldier. Uh, box car, homecoming. Bo- remember oh, when he said freight train? Car. Remember the homecoming yeah, when he said? I remember watching that movie the first time, homecoming. And then I was like, wait. That's Spider-Man title. I look it up. I was like, <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah, yeah. So That's a great. Every, I love. I still love every, Civil War. Everybody would just deep dived into what could this mean? And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We just came up with random shit. It's like, yeah. don't think too hard on this. It's like, damn it. Everyone wants to be right one. You know, one time. They don't need life. to come up with clever responses or answers to plot holes because the fans will fucking do it for them, and then they can go, yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> yeah. I heard people yeah, explaining right. the wishing well eternity thing is like, oh, well, eternity must have known that if somebody were to ever reach her uh using the bifrost, because uh, you know, the bifrost is really something only held by the Asgardians. That means that Odin's dead. So that means if the bifrost made it to the end of time and can open the gate, then everything must be going to hell. And whoever made it there definitely should just get one wish. And then eternity was that location, off, by the way. The end of time. That's what it. That's what it was called. The end of time. No, they went like, from the shadow realm to the end. Literally, it was called the end of, or center of the universe. Sorry, not end universe. of time. Center that of the universe. Thing? Yes, that was the center of the universe. That's past the nebula galaxy that we know. Like you know the, mm-hmm. the famous paintings of like the pillar pillars of creation. Yeah, that's yeah. what Thor, Thor sees that outside of the shadow realm. So the shadow realm is right near the the hmm. center of the universe. Interesting. Well. So we pretty much went over the Hercules kind of post credit. Obviously, that'll somewhat tie into I think eventually a four a Thor five. Yeah. Now the the last post credit scene we see Heimdall, which is really dope. I always liked Heimdall as a character. Um. So it was cool seeing him back. They're in Valhalla, right? Jane is in Valhalla. I think the last Thor movie is just going to be called Thor Valhalla, or so, or something along the lines of that. Okay. Okay. I think you don't like the implications of it. Of what? The last one? The the post credit. Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead, but they're not. There's no finality. So okay, ready? Theoretically, you bring Jane back, right? Yeah. Okay. So why don't we bring, you know, however they write it, Chad's Black Panther back? Why don't they bring Iron Man back? Why don't they bring Captain America back? Why don't they bring I think I think to I think what they're going to say with that is uh, Valhalla is kind of like a mythology land. It's like the like, Duat. Yeah, yeah. Like so, when when Jane ultimately died, she, you know, she died okay. in so, battle. But like like Iron Man went to heaven when Jane goes to Valhalla. So it's with the it's God a, of Carpentry. Yeah, yeah. Which. which <laughs> 
I mean, he, okay, there, there have been speculations. I'm not going to confirm nor deny this because it is what it is. But some people saying that the God of carpentry is a reference on Jesus. Oh, I think it definitely 100 percent is. Taika yeah. would 100 percent say that. Come on, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the I'm on the side that it is. But again, you can't really. It wasn't named. It wasn't said, so you kind of are going off assumptions. But well, God does exist in the Marvel universe. Yes. I mean, He has to. I mean, just based on what we know, like there's only yeah. one God, ma'am, and He doesn't dress yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Off, off of just the 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 usage yeah. of, yeah. Um, I, I think I think this this scene. The more that I watch it, like on YouTube and you know people posting it, like I videos, gotta watch it again. Um, yeah. I think this scene honestly is more geared towards the comic readers. And the reason I say that is because if you know the comics, you know that Jane dies, but gets asked back to life and becomes Valkyrie. And yeah, a Valkyrie, right? A Valkyrie. Yes. Yeah. She comes back and becomes a Valkyrie. However, she basically what happens is, is she dies. Then something happens at Thor, and then she comes back, but she can't be Thor again. So like that mighty Thor run is done. So instead of coming back as Thor, she comes back as Valkyrie. So it's, you know, again, the comic runs, I've always said this from the get-go, it, I've never taken the comics as serious uh, source material because it's always bits from here, bits from here, bits from there, bits from there. And so it's like, you can't say, like, if I if I wrote a book and I, it, I gave it to you guys and y'all wrote a full movie, like straight up, the entire book is the movie, then you can say, that book was the source material for that movie. But yeah. if I wrote, if I wrote a book and then Colin wrote a book, but Alex made the movie, he took some of mine and then some of yours, Colin, then it would be like, okay, bits and pieces were here and there. So it's source material. So in my opinion, this is kind of like a mix between two different, two, three different comic runs. And so, which is the MCU phase, as right, a whole. Exactly. And so the next phase of Jane's life is, she will be returning whenever Secret Wars, the next big Avengers, you know, Thor 5. She will be a, you know, she will be a Valkyrie. Maybe something happens to King Valkyrie. Maybe, and then Thor's like, we need someone else to replace her. And yeah. again, I don't know how they're going to workshop that. I thought Thor was going to end up as King Thor. And because Valkyrie just hates it, like, hates being the right. king and that's <laughs> they didn't really go into it they probably could have gone it like if they could have expanded anything out they could have done that without really affecting the movie's plot as a right. whole right and just have her be like itching for battle like mm-hmm. maybe like she walks out of a photo shoot and then like she sees like you know mannequins and she just starts slicing them all to pieces and like, right mm-hmm. like just having a little bit of fun and then that could kind of be like oh okay she's gonna go like honestly dude i think valkyrie would be great with like the guardians like, I don't know how great she is in, in this little universe. Now that Thor, Love, and Thunder are together. Oh, also, is is Valkyrie's uh, injury going to be permanent? Because at mm. the end, she stole the cane, and she did yeah. get stabbed in the back by a lightning bolt, so. Yeah. It was the lightning uh, bolt? Yeah, right? Yeah. No, I think it was the, wasn't it the Necrosword? If it was the Necrosword, she'd be fucking dead. Okay, we're okay. going to have to look. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> it, it was, it, it's one of those where even in my second rewatch, it's so quick. It's so fast that I, I was like, okay, how did she, what just happened? Because I mean, both weapons were used battle. So it's like, you know, 
again, it's, I, I guess you kind of have to frame by frame. Whenever it comes out yeah. on Disney Plus, people are going to be like pausing, playing, pausing, playing. I have a feeling that Taika wanted a death. And then after the studio kind of came in and said no, because there's like, there's three stabs that end up being there's fake deaths. Three, three fake deaths. Cord, yeah. Valkyrie, and Sing. Oh. Well, well, I guess I mm, see. I don't really count Sif because she just lost an arm. That was just like a gag. Like she was like, "Oh, I, I finally get to go to Valhalla." And it's like, eh, <laughs> not really. You didn't die. You're not yeah. dead yet. But like, hey, we're gonna treat you. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, so I, I didn't really count that as a, like when I saw her, I was like, "Oh, she's not. She's not gonna die." She just completely forgot she was gonna be. Yeah, it's too. she. He gets that. She steals a lightning bolt out of her hand and then stabs her right in the back with it. Okay, Hunter, I'm All watching right. right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. All right. Yes, because I'm pretty sure if the necro sword hits you, it's like if you're a god at all, it like slowly kills you, like venomizes you. I was gonna say, it, yeah, it's got like poison hit points on it, like versus okay. shock damage, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and then she she even gagged about it, or, you know, made that real about. It. She was like, "Yeah, I think I lost a kidney. <laughs> Sorry." <It's all> right. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, okay. yeah. oh, yeah, no worries." Just another day. Yeah, um, exactly. Overall, though, any final thoughts? How would you? For me, it's like a top fifteen. MCU project. You guys probably haven't thought about it that much. I give it a eight point five out of ten ish. Okay, I eight, I gave it at, off off of my second rewatch. I gave it a, a, a an eight out of ten. Um, yeah, yeah. I think for me again, we 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 touched upon this earlier. The comedy is you know subjective. It it is what it is. I like I like that you know dumb shit comedy where. You know, he's talking to Millionaire, and then all of a sudden you see Stormbreaker slowly come into frame. Yeah. That's type that's my type of comedy. Yeah. I would laugh my ass off during that, that. was funny as hell. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I like that. So I'm going to gear more towards me really enjoying this movie where someone who probably hears the word Thor and is like, Oh, I'm gonna this isn't gonna be a serious movie. It's like, mm, no, it's not. Like Yeah. Again, it, again, everyone has their own opinion, um, but I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fun. I thought it was, you know, a great theater experience. Um, and yeah, a solid eight out of ten for me. Uh, I suck at rating, so like remembering <laughs> what I rated past stuff. So here's what I'll say: out better of than Multiverse four, of Madness. Better than Multiverse of Madness. Agree. Not better than No Way Home. So mine goes: uh, No Way Home, Love and Thunder. MOM. What else came out? Um, Shang-Chi. No way. Oh, shit. That's number <laughs> That's two. That's number two for me. No, I think Shang-Chi is three for me, then MOM, then okay. uh, Eternals is like I worst, one of my least favorite. Like, Dude, you I think you should rewatch theater, it. You talk about theater experience, though. Like, I came out of this movie giggling, like laughing. I had so much fun. Do I wish they hit some of the serious moments more? Yes. Do I wish we got like like one of my favorite scenes from all of Ragnarok was when he's getting pummeled by Hulk, the Hulk or like when he is Hela's defeating him. Like I, I know, and it's, we can't really keep retreading it over and over again where Thor is like, he's facing somebody just a little bit more powerful than him. I get like, eventually he's got to be the strongest, but at the same time, I just wish they hit those a little bit better. And if they did then, or if they did, like you said, they didn't kill off any characters. I mean, Jane is essentially dead. If they didn't do that final scene, then she would be dead, really. Yeah. Um, like imagine if No Way Home ended and the final post credit was May waking up in heaven. Like, 
was yeah. you just you just feel like that's how I feel about that scene. Like okay, and then and then you combine that with the Moon Knight, whatever. I'm gonna get into it. I I had a great time. I was dying laughing the whole fucking movie. I thought it was paced well. I don't think I think the first twenty minutes slipped up a little bit. I think we could have used a twenty minutes of gore actually murdering gods. Something we really didn't get. I mean, yeah. we saw him kill one god, literally yeah. one god. I mean, talk talk to me and Alex two days before the movie came out. We were pretty sure he's gonna go into omnipotent city and literally fucking murder every single one of those people. Yeah. That clearly didn't happen. Uh, would the movie have been better for it? I think so. I I honestly do. I think if right. we were more afraid of gore, saw the length to which he was willing to go to kill kill gods to make up for the pain that he has and then make the sacrifice. So it's actually surprising, right? Because when we see him, it's his daughter dies. And then we see no, basically no character development other than the first beginning. And then at the end, he, yeah. he just, he's so mission focused. And then he makes the turn, which granted it works in the moment, but I think they could have just developed that better. But overall, I think it's better than Shang-Chi. I actually do. Um, yeah. I, I liked um, Bale, but yeah. I, so we're going to get into a quick speed round here now that we kind of talked about the movie. I'm just going to throw out a question. Just say Love and Thunder or Ride and Rock. All right. All right. Which had the better Thor? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. For me, it was Love and Thunder. Which was funnier? Uh, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Agree. Which, which movie had the better side characters? It's Ragnarok. Ragnarok for me. I mean, I just went off on a tangent Hulk. about how. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say Love oh. and Thunder. Okay, all right. Do you like do you like the like the Olympian gods or like side characters like the? I would say game? main side characters. Okay, like so like, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. I st- I stick by what I said. Me okay. too. Uh, better villain. This is a tough one. Uh, oh no, I think Love and Thunder for sure. Hella really? Hella has she's not that compelling. Okay. We don't yeah. know. All we know about Hella is that she. Got angry as a kid, and Odin decided to throw her in jail for fucking two million years. I think Gore's the better backstory. Hella has. That's what better, I mean. Yeah, Hella might have the better in movie. Even though Bale's performance is really good, I think. Hella well, has, Bale's yeah. when Bale had them all tied up, I was legitimately scared. Like how exciting! <laughs> and then anytime one of them would speak, and you think they're gonna say something clever, he'd just go, "Yeah, zip yeah. over their mouth." Or, I thought that was like, sick. Like he that little snake thing and he ripped his head off. And he's like, Oh, but you liked it just a second ago. I was like, Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, You're damn right you did, kid. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> like, See, yeah. yeah, I think he's better if especially if he had more screen time. I think he blows right. it away. But right. is that what do you think who do you think get, is better? If you give them the exact same screen time, it's gore, but I think Hella has better like you said, in screen. Like on yeah, screen. Yeah. I, I think I think Hella like yeah. Because we also I'm, get that scene of Hella invading ragnarok killing the warriors three yeah. going down and you know like kind of gallivanting we don't really get that with gore yeah right? which movie had the better pacing ragnarok Oof. yeah ragnarok, ragnarok I, yeah i think so i do think that love and thunder did have when it was supposed to be funny it was funny when it's supposed to be serious it was serious when it's supposed yeah. to be scary it was scary like there was no like there was no off-putting joke that like made the seriousness <laughs> like you know what i yeah. mean like like if they would have made a stupid ass joke in that in that gore scene where he's like with the kids, I would have been like, oh, okay, like this was we knew this was a thrilling like a like 
chilling moment. Yeah. yeah. I would have been like, I'd be like, okay, this is like, they're not trying to be serious, but he ripped the thing's head off. He was making valid points. Like, he really, yeah. really was. Oh, uh, yeah. But I, 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 again, on this, like the boat scene when him and, you know, when Jane announces that she has cancer to Thor, like, even though they are, they, they made the joke where he's like, I want to feel shitty about you. If you, if you don't take it into exact wording, like wording, is, it is pretty funny. I want to be shitty about you like that. Okay. That's kind of funny. But when you actually take it into what he's meaning, like he is literally thinking again, he is a, a God. He's, he doesn't know what that means in human terms as yeah. Jane's like, what, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? So mm-hmm. like, I kind of got, like, I understood that more than normal people probably would be like, why are they trying to make a joke at the serious moment? Again, I, I do think the pacing, however, was Ragnarok. Okay. Uh, we're halfway through here. A couple left. Better. Which movie had the better themes? Ragnarok. Overall uh, theme. dude. Ragnarok was so good. <laughs> really? Yeah. You think the theme is better, though? Yeah, dude, I do. Because I think the overall theme of... As God Thunder, is, what is the theme? Give me, tell me a theme. I think there's a couple. I think there's Finding Yourself... That's kind and, of what he did in the last one, and, and in and, Infinity War, and, and yeah, that's true. But I think that well, the other one is, you know, I don't want to think about it too much. Well, I just think <laughs> Ragnarok. I think, I think Ragnarok is very clear that it's it's about literally they say it a bunch of times. Asgard is a place, or is a people. It's not a place. It's a people. Yeah, kind of. And I feel like that was that was strong throughout. Like. Even when they're on Sakaar and it's the people are doing an uprising, right? It's about the people, not the yeah. place. And I really think, as I personally like that. I also think it's about like hiding the past and kind of burying the past under and glossing over it. And it had a lot of real world connections. I understand what Taika was going through with it's like the theme of this one really is everybody just needs to feel loved. It's kind of mm-hmm. played out. I don't yeah. know. I maybe okay. I'm so cynical. <laughs> what a dick probably yeah. what do you I think know. jt uh I, I honestly i sorry i really think that love and thunder has a very has a very good theme of yes everyone wants to be loved but like we get a really humanized thor in this movie and yeah we do and i kind of like that like you know yeah. everyone goes through their shit like he did lose all of this and now he's really like you said colin he is finally finding someone that he has to protect with his whole heart and he is going to do that no matter what and i feel like again he just lost jane like (laughs) his mom his dad his brother for multiple times uh i guess you can kind of say his sister they were the list tattoo on his back (laughs) he's got to add more uh, add one more Um, so so yeah yeah now that you mentioned that colin i don't know it's a toss-up but it can go either way I do think Ragnarok has the best scene in any Thor movie with him and Loki in the elevator. He's like, I thought the yeah. world of you. Like, I think well, that's that's the best scene for me. And wait, one more thing I will say is that maybe the maybe I agree with JT a little bit in, in the sense that the the underlying theme was maybe more potent in Love and Thunder, but yeah. in Ragnarok it's clearer. Like it's yeah, like I, what I, it's I what it's used for. It hits like mm-hmm. I don't. We don't have to sit here and try to interpret it. Like. But maybe that's a bad. Th- I don't know. I could see either or whatever. I mean, I like good. it. Um, all right. These next two we'll do quick. Better soundtrack. Which one? Love and Thunder. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got to go Love and Thunder. You do? I thought that the yeah, I mean, I thought that the um, 
the the most the, underrated sound bit is when she activates the uh the hand speaker. Great song. <laughs> <laughs> so random. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh I'm gonna say Ragnarok though for soundtrack. I just although I love Lord, I love what is the the immigrant song? That's like that's I think that intro, yeah, is like that's better than anything that happened in Love and Thunder. But I think overall, Love and Thunder is is better. I don't know if okay, I'll go with that. I don't don't know. I don't know if you want to count this in the soundtrack, but the guitar riff for the Marvel intro, ah, ooh, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the sound was better in Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, you're right. However, better costumes. Hot take. Go. Hot take. Miss Marvel has the better soundtrack than both. Dude, Miss Marvel's soundtrack, soundtrack has fire. been sick so far. It is fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it bumping. is. It's bumping. <laughs> um, better costumes. Love and Thunder for me. Hands down. I Dude, think I just—it's not. Oh, look. If okay, the, I will agree. It's more extravagant and, and it probably looks cooler in Love and Thunder. But my vibe is more Ragnarok, like the war prisoner, like like the. If you see me in a video game, I'm not wearing the level 90 orc armor that looks sick and is like super badass and huge. I'm wearing like the raider armor with like my bare chest out, and <laughs> like, right, that's right. kind of what Ragnarok. So personal <laughs> preference, I gotta say Ragnarok. I gotta. Okay, I just think, right. I just think the 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 very simple uh, wool like I, that I was a really cool one. early yeah, on. Yeah, minutes. yeah, five minutes. They gotta bring that back. The all I like the blue one though. The, oh. the blue sick. Without the helmet, though. <laughs> I loved how, like, remember when they showed the helmet, everybody was like, that's the stupidest thing ever. And then I actually said this. You could listen to this in a podcast. I said, guys, that's the last, point. Last it's podcast. supposed to look literally last podcast, dude, right? And, and they I joked about it, and he makes it look stupid. It just keeps purpose. getting bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Literally, like, I completely called it. Like, can't, you can't even fathom that that might be a joke. Like, he's meeting a girl he hasn't seen and you know years and he's trying to look tough it's i think it was a good character moment is what it was yeah. right good yeah all right the last two here which movie had the better ending uh i'm going to say we'll say third and- we'll say ending slash maybe third act love and thunder yeah i think love and thunder too me, me too I think it, I agree. It, yeah i think the if uh, because ragnarok just led into infinity war like that was its ending and yeah. i was about to say ragnarok for a second but then i then i was thinking the part that i actually liked was the beginning of infinity war so like mm-hmm. that love and thunder has um i think one of the more surprising third acts i, I like the the left hand yeah third, the twists and turns yeah right. <clears throat> um and the final one the better movie ragnarok or love and thunder it's ragnarok oh. for me i love ragnarok it's top five mcu in my opinion Right now, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna rank because I, I have to see Love and Thunder again. Um, okay. Ragnarok for me is the most rewatchable out of any of the Marvel movies that has come out. I love watching Endgame and Infinity War, but for me, I have to be in the right mood. Ragnarok, I could put on whatever. Yeah. I have to. I have to watch Love and Thunder again and see if I get the same feeling. And if I do, then I probably put Love and Thunder above Ragnarok. But okay. I don't know. I have that same feeling about Love and Thunder. Like that can be a movie that you can pop in any moment and really just have a ball with it. Um, if you ask me tomorrow, it'll be different. That's, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's the list of, is always changing. Yeah. But. It, but the thing about it is, is like, I haven't rock in a couple of months, almost a year now. Like I, I haven't I, seen I know, it in a long time. Yeah, exactly. So like, I'm going to say just because of like recency bias, like it's love and thunder. But if I watched Ragnarok after we get done with this, 
I can text Joel and be like, oh yeah, no, it's Ragnarok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, easy. So I, I don't know. It's, I think, I think, like what you said, Colin is is kind of, you know, important to this question is Ragnarok leads into something bigger. It doesn't really have an ending per se. Yeah. And that kind of, it doesn't rub me the wrong way, but it's like I know it's leading into something with oh me, you know, you're alive, you know, with the, yeah, <laughs> I, with, with love and it ends like gore's dead thor's watching this kid you know that's it boom ends. yeah and i'm like yeah yes <laughs> he has it's like someone. the end of guardians 2 versus like like guardians 2 kind of felt like a real ending like you know he goes like, dead everybody's back together like yeah. i see what you mean like that's an actual ending versus uh thor ragnarok like it, it it like had its ending and then it's like okay let's keep going keep going okay, okay infinity wars next yeah exactly. exactly okay well that's a thor love and thunder review there that was uh, great yeah i had fun talking about it so did i i, I like this movie it was it was a fun you know what time. i this would be my best marvel movie ever if we did see valkyrie like the gold blood off that blade <laughs> <laughs> i will say this i will say this uh did y'all catch the uh rock paper scissors joke in the movie Oh uh, yeah uh the ninny nani or whatever um yeah. the the Korg's- yeah, God was the god of rocks or whatever. Hit he was sitting on a throne of scissors. Yeah, rock scissors. <laughs> yeah, and for all the people that. that that he conquered, it's like the yeah, exactly like the Game of Thrones. And then I just I was just told about this too on the whiteboard that Meek is drawing. He draws out the entire movie from start to finish. Eternity is on this whiteboard. Oh shit! Really? I'll Bro, we didn't see any meek. Yeah, we did. Uh, very I mean, little bit. Very, very. Yeah, little. little. I mean, maybe ten seconds worth. But I'll eh. I'll send you I'll send you all the picture of it, uh, so y'all can see. But yeah, it's I mean, meek is <laughs> meek is drawing the uh, like almost the, the entirety of uh, the movie, it, which is crazy. I know exactly the scene you're talking about where they pointed it for a second. Yeah. Yeah. And now we, we always do this just to close out. We'll do it real quick. Cause this has been a, this has been a longer podcast, but our, our wrecks and regrets, one recommendation, one regret last okay, night. I'll, okay. You go go first. Uh, me, yeah. Me, mine's quick. Go, go. Okay. Okay. Better call Saul season six, part two has returned. If you have not watched it, this is the second time it's on my recommendations. Go fucking watch it. Uh, I, yeah, I know. It's a lot of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Watch it all. You're missing out. If you think Marvel <laughs> TV shows are good, better watch that shit. Um, my regret, I tried to purchase. This is kind of a long story, but I'll go quick. Um, I've been on a Fallout grind lately. I was a big Fallout guy. Uh, Fallout 4, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 3. Um, uh, basically, I started watching or tried to play Fallout 1. And I didn't realize you can't get it on the Mac and it's like the worst thing ever and you can never find it. And then I finally found it and I played it and it didn't save. So that's my regret. Don't fucking play Fallout 1. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, for me, my recommendation is last night I watched it because my brother and family haven't seen it yet. Arrival. Great flick. Great yeah. flick. I always say his last name wrong, but literally one of my favorite films of all time. I love that one. Five yeah. out of five for me. Um, my regret. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Not really regret. I saw Sonic 2. I was like, <laughs> kind of, I was like, kind of excited for it. It's like, 
average. I don't know. I'm a big Sonic fan, and like any anything in that movie that's not like Sonic action is just like, oh brother. But yeah, yeah. that's my regret. It's not terrible. I just I wouldn't really watch. I wouldn't watch it again. That's for sure. Yeah. JT, you got any? So my recommendation uh, would be, oh man, I have so many that I can throw out there. Um, but it can be anything. I just watched a new animated movie from Netflix. It's called The Sea Beast, I believe. Um, and I'm going to look that up while I'm talking. But Oh, it's a believe- Carl Urban, right? Yeah, yes, I think, I think yes, I saw your- yeah. yes. It's a fantastic movie. I'm, when I tell you guys that this animation style is beautiful, like it is breathtaking how good it is. Um, basically, it is the rich are liars and they start their own shit because they are rich. I'll leave you at that. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but my regret, honestly, uh, it is very unfortunate, but uh, because I think it was such a good idea in, in theory, but it was the current uh, Miles. What if Miles Morales comic run? Yeah. Okay. If you know what I'm talking about, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it is. Well, Reddit. I mean, you don't it, see comics. Well, you know what I meant. Well, I haven't seen it <laughs> I'll put it that way. <laughs> there yeah, it's it's um. Yeah, it speaks a lot on on you got to get the right writers to write the right or you got to have the right writers <laughs> to write the right things. If that makes sense. Yeah. So. Oh, what a um, sentence. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So Thor and Gore and Love and Gore and Thor more important. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Gorgon. Love really uh, rhymes with that. But hey, like I said before, Lore does though. That's a Thor Love and Thunder review. There, those are our Rex and regrets for the past week um that's two podcasts in two weeks five days i think wow, i released dude. it on y'all been killing Wednesday. It. look at that yeah, yeah yeah we went almost a whole month without doing it that well here's the thing that. when i'm not like super in like don't i'm watching miss marvel every morning but i'm not like super excited for it so there's I don't not have a lot this, to talk about yeah i yeah. don't have the energy to like do moon Knight. i was cranking out videos i mentioned it before but yeah um well that's really it go follow right. us uh <laughs> Follow East Coast Avengers. Uh, go check out JT's YouTube channel, also the Kang Review. You can follow me at another Marvel G on Twitter, TikTok, and uh, you can follow blah, blah. me on the street if you see me. But yeah, that's Colin it. has that's no it. social media. Um, Look, when the, he has a when, he has a random the, Reddit account. When the yeah, you won't even know. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the Potato Meister. No, it's not. That'd be a great name. That is a good name. His Reddit name is Thor Lord in Gore and Bore. Yeah, Gore. Gore. yeah. <laughs> and Thor Lord, Thor and Gore Lore with a little bit of Korg. <laughs> Thor Four with all the Gore and Korg. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you think about this episode on Twitter, YouTube, blah blah. We'll see you in the next one. <laughs> I right. peace. Peace.